0: Welcome to the Free Oakley Podcast. This is your host, Billy Johnson. All right. So here we are, week three of the Pick'Em. Last week, very successful. Again, Andy this week goes 3-0. Aaron, you go 2-1. and So for those keeping score at home, after two weeks of the Pick'Em contest, the Free Oakley Sportsbook is 10-2, and which is incredible so you've got Aaron uh, after the two weeks. You have seven points because you had a, a four-point week in week one. Then you had three last week. You hit your best bet with the Giants covering at New Orleans. So you have seven. Andy, you had two points week one, and then you got four last week for nailing all three. So it's 7-6, Aaron heading into week three. We are recording this on Wednesday, October 6th. Uh, I threw a monkey wrench into this week. Usually, we're going to try to do these on Thursdays ahead of the weekend, but we need to do a day earlier. I have my fundraiser for the nonprofit Keen, uh, which is where the loser of this whole challenge will be donating to again, which I will match. So we actually have our Keen fundraiser tomorrow night. So we need to do this on Wednesday. And I think, Andy, that puts you at a slight disadvantage given the fact that you were at Fenway last night for the the American league wild Card Yankees Red Sox. So, yes. and I know you're not feeling good yeah. about that.
1: Um, Mentally and physically. Correct. That's right. And
2: and I would, I would add Billy that now I wouldn't be able to do it tomorrow night either because first pitch in the ALCS Red Sox race, I believe is 6.00 PM, 7.00 PM. Right so yeah, yeah.
0: That's right. That's uh-huh. right. You gotta be, you gotta be home for that one, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. So okay. So right. um, let's quickly recap last week because what's been what's been cool over these first two weeks is that a lot of these you know, we've got a one loss each week. You know, not bad out of six picks. Um, most of the covers have been have come through relatively easily. We sweated out two games, Aaron. We sweated out the Roadrunners in week one. Last week, Andy, your best bet was one of the wildest backdoor covers that I've seen in recent memory, that uh, your best bet was K-State getting 10.5 at home versus Oklahoma. Oklahoma was up 10 yeah. with about 90 seconds left, brought on their field goal kicker to boot a 50-yarder to put them up 13, and we, we thought we were sunk. And then K-State returns the ensuing kickoff, the distance, for a touchdown. Yes. And then, and then all of a sudden it's back to six. Uh, so that, that was yeah. wild.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a, um, big game for many reasons, but, uh, first and foremost, it was, you know, my two point, my two point play as I've, I've faded Oklahoma a couple times, I think on this pod already. Um, and it looked, you're right. It looked like we were sunk, but, uh, thank you Malik Knowles for, uh, you know, not giving up and taking that to the house. And uh, they got Oklahoma got the onside kick and just sat it out the last, you know, 65 seconds. So nice cover and a, (laughs) uh, a a backdoor, the definition of backdoor, if you will, but a good one.
0: That is an all time uh, one for the books right there. So, and then Aaron, just to highlight your um, love, the giants, best bet. The giants looked like they were toast. Everyone had was pouring dirt on them. Um, the, after after three weeks and all of a sudden they cover they went outright getting seven and a half in the superdome
2: yeah i i, I didn't sprinkle money line there didn't have the uh, the balls for that but uh hindsight probably should have but no that was total situational play you know uh daniel Jones on the road like i said last week i think is you know 10 and four against the spread at home four and 11. So he is a, a road play, and you know I'm not teasing my any of my picks right now. But hey, look at him against uh, against the Cowboys this week at Dallas, getting seven. Wish that number was seven and a half, but uh, but yeah, could could be something to look at this week.
0: Now, will you guys mess around with baseball at all in the in these upcoming weeks as we get into the and now that we're in the thick of the playoffs, or, or no?
2: I'll let Driscoll take that one. I feel he has a has a stronger handle on uh, on baseball capping than myself. I get involved in it here here and there, uh, and certainly will we'll play some opportunistic Red Sox lines. I took him last night at plus one fifteen as more of an emotional play than anything. Uh, but I'll let Andy speak to that.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll definitely dabble a little bit. I think uh, as I mentioned to you guys earlier, I have a this is a long long going probably a month into this month into the season excuse me i have a futures bet on tampa bay uh winning in the world series um so i've got rooting interest there but from an individual perspective yeah i mean i'll take a i'll I'll take a look i didn't touch anything you know we're filming this on filming recording this on wednesday Uh, i didn't touch anything in the uh, dodgers st louis uh, wild card game tonight uh didn't touch anything last night um at Fenway. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'll, I'll see how things just sort of sort themselves out for, uh, you know, the full five-game wildcard slate and just go uh, individually. But, yeah, I have a very big rooting interest in, in Tampa, and I hope, uh, I hope they don't take their foot off the gas, and I hope they play well this week against, uh, against the Sox. So.
0: All right. Well, um, with that, let's go to this week's picks. Andy, you won last week. And we'll return to alternating fashion. So, Andy, why don't you give us your, uh, your first pick this week? Okay.
1: So, uh, this is the game of the week. Um, in my opinion, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, four o'clock Saturday slate. And I'm going to take number four Iowa over number three Penn State in Kinnick Stadium in Iowa City. Uh, they are laying one and a half. Um, I think it's going to be a great game. Like both of these teams quite a bit. I just think this Iowa team is, um, is playing better. And I think they've played a, a slightly more difficult schedule. They've got really quality wins um, against Indiana, which I believe was a shutout. Uh, Iowa state, a really good Iowa state, top 15 team. And then uh, obviously what we saw last week, just a total dismantling of Maryland on uh, on Thursday night in Maryland. So um, really, really like Iowa state laying one and a half year. I feel like it should be more of a, three, three-and-a-half-point game since it's in Iowa. It's since it's, it's in Iowa City. Um, their QB, uh, Spencer Patris, uh, just playing really well this year. And he hasn't really had to because I think they probably have a top three defense in the country. Uh, but he's got nine TDs, um, only one pick, so he protects the ball, which is sort of his job, right, with the defense that they have. And then, uh, as always, they've got, you know, a great tight end. Uh, his name's Sam Laporta, just an absolute monster, six four, six five. 6'5". Um, leads the leads the team in uh, receiving yards. He'll he'll be playing the NFL soon, and uh, even though I really really think this is a good Penn State team, um, they've beaten some quality opponents like Auburn. Uh, they've also beaten Indiana. I think they beat Auburn in that Whiteout game, Aaron. That was a couple of weeks ago, maybe three weeks yeah. ago, because mm-hmm. um, I I just remember creating Bo Nicks on the road with you on that one. Um, so you know, again, I think this line could be three, could be three and a half. Um, so I'll take the point and a half there, um, meaning I'll take the extra point and a half that that, that I'm that I'm thinking, and I'm going to take uh, number four Iowa over uh, Penn State minus one and a half on Saturday at four.
0: Right on. So this is the first pick. This is not your best bet, right? Yours is your first pick of the. That is correct. Okay. All right, Hawkeyes. I like it. Aaron, what do you got for your first pick?
2: Yeah. No, Driscoll. Great segue talking about fading Bo Nix, uh, because that's that's what I'm going to be doing with with my first pick. And normally, it is not my style to be laying over two touchdowns on the road in a conference game, but but that's what I'm going to be doing with with Georgia, laying 15 and a half at Auburn. Uh, I mean, anyone who's been watching the season, obviously Georgia clear-cut 1A, 1B, along with Alabama, as as the class of, of talent um, in, in college football. Uh, last week, Arkansas was was a trendy dog um, uh, going to Georgia, getting 16 and a half as number eight, 18 in the country. We saw exactly what happened. They were dominated in every facet of the game, leading to a complete shutout, 37 nothing by uh Uh, for Georgia. If you look at where Georgia is is sitting in terms of defense and offense and statistics, currently they're ninth in points scored in the country, averaging 41 points a game, very impressive, but the more impressive part is on the other side of the ball. They're number one in the country uh, with points scored against their their average. Teams are averaging 4.6 points a game against them. Uh, They've pitched two shutouts in a row in conference play. They're number one in the country uh, in total yards allowed, number one in the country in total passes allowed, number four in the country in total yards, uh, rush yards allowed. Um, They're they're just, they're dominant on both sides of the ball. Uh, And that brings us uh, to the flip side, Auburn. Um, If you made it just your sole strategy to fade Bo Nix, over the past two and a half seasons, uh, it most likely was, was a very profitable one for you. Uh, he, he has been disappointing during his tenure at Auburn. Um, and, and last week, I actually bet Bo Nix Auburn. More as a, as a fade against a weak LSU team. Uh, Auburn went down 13-0 to that very weak LSU team. Uh, and to, to his credit, Nix rallied them back for a 24 19 win on the road. Um, if anything, that win maybe adds a point or two of value to Georgia in this game. Uh, looking at, you know, public might be looking at Auburn with, with some momentum and see them as a big home dog. Uh, I, I just don't see it happening. Um, I really think that, that Georgia can name their score in this game. and uh, And we're looking at, a, a very similar outcome uh, that we saw against against Arkansas last week. And, and maybe Auburn puts up, you know, a, an emotional first quarter score, uh, something along those lines. But in the end, I think Georgia just, just really grinds it out and has at least a 21 point win here.
0: What's the deal with Bo Nix? His, was, his, is his dad the guy from the nineties when we is, were in high school?
2: His his dad was was a star at Auburn.
0: Patrick Nix, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember feels that. Like, from...
1: It feels like Bo Nix has been in college for fifteen years. He feels like one of those guys, doesn't he? Yeah, and it's
2: only this is only his third season.
1: It's just and... I feel like we I feel like we've been talking about Bo Nix getting <laughs> against Bo Nix for ten years.
2: He came in with a lot of hype and uh, hasn't hasn't fulfilled the promise. He's had flashes here
0: and there. Andy, better quarterback, Bo Nix or Bo Callahan?
1: Um. Well, I think Bo Callahan didn't have a lot of friends, right? So,
0: <laughs> no one went, no, his, no, no one went to his. <laughs> nobody went
1: to his birthday party.
0: Nobody went to his birthday party.
1: Yeah, yeah. What, what what a great what a great plot twist that was. Give me a break. <laughs> Aaron's like, what the hell are you two talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's
2: a deep. That's a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, what an absolutely moronic subplot to that. <laughs>
0: Jennifer Garner,
1: ridiculous, ridiculous movie. That was that's a, that draft day movie with Kevin Costner, Aaron,
0: Jennifer Garner, and uh, Frank Langella is the owner of the Cleveland right, Browns.
1: Right, right. I, I, I skipped, I skipped that
0: one. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it it's strange. It's terrible, but highly rewatchable for some reason.
0: It was it At was the so the most far fetched part about it, most unbelievable part about it was that the Jets were somehow not in the top five.
1: <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. How did they not have the first pick? Fiction uh, or non-fiction, they should have the first pick.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh Andy, pick two. What do you got?
1: Um first and foremost, I agree with everything Aaron just said. Um I'm also taking this game. So this is our first uh, I believe Ooh. our first double up, Aaron, in three weeks. Ah, that's Ooh. what I
2: thought it would be this game. So <laughs>
1: there is, there is uh, there is a there is a kink though. I'm taking Georgia minus nine first half. Ooh. Um, yeah, all right. I'm slightly concerned, very slightly, by the way, concerned about sort of like a raucous Auburn crowd and then getting a couple of garbage town touchdowns and, and covering that 15 and a half. They've just come out of the shoot. meaning Georgia's come out of the shoot so hot in the last three weeks. I think they're the most impressive team in the country, and that includes Alabama. Um, I, think I've, I think I've bet Georgia every week um, so far outside of that first week. When they won 10-3 against Clemson, I didn't touch that, but I've bet, uh, I've bet other games. So I feel like I've got a pretty good beat on, uh, on Georgia. So I'm taking them, like I said, I'm taking them minus nine first half, just worried about that, uh, that second half backdoor but uh, not overly concerned. Um, I think this Auburn team, they just have one loss. And that was, uh, like I said, a few weeks ago to Penn State, right? It was number three in the country and that was the, the whiteout game. And they kept it pretty close. I think they lost 16, 10, 18, 10, something along those lines. But um, I just like Georgia here. I like them. I looked up, uh, I looked up their schedule. I can't believe that they're not playing Alabama before the SEC championship, which is just super disappointing, right? Because I just think that's the heavyweight fight that everybody wants to see. And if they got to play during the regular season, I think they'd still meet in the SEC final. So it'd be very cool to, you know, to watch them play twice. But that will be – that's going to be a fun matchup because I don't think – I don't think Georgia's ever had a team this talented, uh, to be honest with you. The one drawback is – I know JT Daniels, the quarterback for Georgia, has been injured. He's got stiffness in his lower back and he's got like like a quad strain. He was throwing today, but he sat out practice um, Monday, Tuesday this week. Um, I still think they beat Auburn handily without him, but he has been living at practice, so it's something to keep your eye on. It sounds like he's going to play, but um, he could be, uh, you know, he could be a little binged up. Um, they're running backs. Amir White is just total stud. I think they're going to keep uh, – I think they're going to try to keep this – keep the ball on the ground and try to take the crowd out of it. Um, you know, not to belabor everything – you know, Aaron said, but you know, Bo Nix for Auburn, their QB, looked good um, against LSU on the road last week. Um, that was a actually LSU looked a lot better than uh, than I thought they were, and you know, considering they're having a down year. But uh, I thought Bo Nix, like Aaron said, I think they were down thirteen nothing pretty quick, and he uh, it was a pretty hostile crowd in LSU, and he uh, you know he took them back for a nice road win. Um, but I just think uh, this, this, this Georgia team in general is just on another level. Um, I think their only potential loss um, is going to be uh, against Alabama. Like I said, I mean, can't wait to see that game. I think their defense is the best in the country. Uh, I think they're embracing that fact. Um, you know, I thought the you know, Iowa defense is spectacular too. And I thought they looked great against Maryland, but I think this Georgia defense, I mean, they've just got pros, you know, people playing on Sunday all over the field. So um, I think, you know, minimum, uh, they're up two scores, uh, two scores at halftime. And, you know, it, it, it could certainly be a lot more than that. But um, I'm thinking maybe a, a 28-7 halftime score. So I'm taking them minus nine
0: first half. Love it. I love both Aaron and Andy. Both of you guys on Georgia this week. Free Oakley is getting some buzz at 10-2. and two. This could actually move the line, both of you guys being on the same bet here. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. Okay. All right. Aaron, what do you got? Number two. Could,
2: could be a market mover for sure. Um, and yeah, we we're actually gonna stay in the SEC. And and the same reason um, I'm discounting Auburn's win at LSU last week. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fading the Tigers at Kentucky this week and taking Kentucky minus three and a half. Um I will say I love I love Coach O. I think he's he is one of the the coolest guys in football. He's like a fucking Cajun cartoon character. I'd love to drink 30 Lone Stars with him. Uh but, but overall, I <laughs> all that being said, I think he's a mediocre coach. I think you throw out the two Joe Burrow years and and you've got some some relatively middling but talented LSU teams. Um this year. After watching them last week, after, you know, diving deeper into some of their stats, they have a very, you know, pretty anemic offense. They are 85th in the country in total yards on offense. More importantly, 128th in the country in rushing yards. That's unheard of for an LSU team. They, they have virtually no rushing game. And they're going into an extremely hot Kentucky environment against the Kentucky team, 5-0 this year, 4-1 and against the spread, coming off a huge win against Florida. But a team with a very stout defense. They're 12th in the country in total yards allowed. They're 23rd in the country um, in rushing yards allowed and 27th in passing yards allowed. So they're very balanced defense, uh, both up in front and in the secondary. And uh, And, yeah, I mean, I wish this game was three. If, if you have the opportunity, buy it down to three. Uh, but I, I still like it at three and a half. Some people might say this is a letdown spot for Kentucky uh, coming off that, that big, big win against Florida. Uh, I, I don't see it that way. I, I think this is an opportunity. And, and Kentucky and Mark Swoops and his team see it as an opportunity to get a... LSU, you know, pelt on the wall. Very rare that Kentucky is going to be a favorite against LSU. So I think they're going to be very fired up for this game. They really have a chance to solidify themselves as, as the third best team in the SEC, which is insane if you think about it. Uh, so, so, yeah, I think they're going to be fired up. Uh, and, and I just don't think LSU uh, LSU's offense has it this year uh, to contend on the road.
0: Kentucky's 16th in the country LSU's unranked Kentucky's at home why is this three and a half is this just legacy bias towards LSU is that why this line feels feels tight right
2: yeah it, it is a little stinky for sure I think a lot of it could be that just LSU bias and and books afraid afraid of public LSU money pouring in um also, Kentucky, yes, they're 5-0. They're, they're 16 in the country. Their offense is, is somewhat limited uh, on, on both sides of the ball. They, they don't have a, you know, you know, gun it down the field, wide open attack. Also, I think the under could be something to look at in this game with, with two rather pedestrian offenses and, and one very strong defense going, going against each other. I believe the total is 50 and a half. Uh, so that that shows are expecting a, a little scoring
0: game there right on all right love the kentucky pick it just reminded me of my boy hefty lefty so love love that guy
1: <laughs> rest, Lorenzo? Rest Lorenzo.
0: yeah jared lorenzen rest RIP. in peace R.I.P. uh all right andy we're best bet territory what do you got for the best bet this week
1: yeah um so this is my two-point play um, initially I was sort of leaning at taking Georgia first half was my two point play, but kind of like this game. And I've strangely watched a few, uh, Michigan state games, but I am going to take them laying five over Rutgers. Um, I really like this Michigan state team, uh, super, super well coached, um, by Mel Tucker. Um, they're just really flying under the radar this year. I don't, I don't think a ton of people had been talking about them. They came in unranked. Um, actually have a, you know, for a Michigan state team, they've got a pretty decent offense. Um, and they also protect the football. They got a pretty stout D. So they, like I said, they came in a year unranked. They're now five and I believe. Um, and, uh, they've got some quality wins. The five and zero start is the best for them since 2015. So six years, uh, they're now, um, 11 in the country. Uh, Peyton Thomas, their quarterback has, uh, Almost 1,300 yards passing already, 11 touchdowns. I think he's only got two picks. Uh, they've got a really, really strong running game with uh, Kenneth Walker III, and he's got close to 700 yards rushing and eight touchdowns already as well. Um, I'm a little uh, – the main concern here is that it's at Knight Stadium in New Jersey. Um, that uh, – and, and, and Rutgers has played – Rutgers has played scrappy. Um, they only lost to Michigan by seven two weeks ago. Uh, they sort of had a, you know, a tomato can schedule to open, you know, and the, a couple blowouts there, and then they played obviously um, <clears throat> Ohio State last week, and I think uh, Ohio State hung fifty on them, and they ended up losing that game by about thirty-five. So Rutgers is coming back down to earth a little bit, and I still don't think that Michigan State is uh, is getting the love that they uh, that they deserve thus far, uh, despite the fact that they're five and zero and obviously moving. Um, moving up the ranks uh, accordingly. So um, I think this could be a tight game. Uh, I'm not saying that Michigan State's going to run away with this by any measure. Uh, and like I said, the laying five <clears throat> in New Jersey is is concerning. Uh, I'm just going by talent and and, and coaching here. Uh, and I like Michigan State laying the five. And I think this is uh, – I believe it's a noon game on Saturday. It is. And yep. I think – yeah, I think Michigan State uh, wins it by seven, seven to ten points. So, I'm taking Michigan State as my two-point play, minus five over Rutgers.
0: You're not going to be able to show your face in Ordell betting against uh, New Jersey like this.
1: <laughs> and
0: I'm, no. I'm, I'm going to –
1: University I'm, of New Jersey. I know, University of New Jersey. And I'm going I'm going to uh, – I'm going to Ordale this weekend. <laughs> so,
0: All right, well, there it is. The best bet for Andy this week is Michigan State laying five in Piscataway. Um Aaron, what do you got third third pick the best bet for you?
2: Yeah, yeah of course. so big big college football weekend here in Texas A historic weekend every year is the Red River shootout, Oklahoma UT up at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas at the State Fair. all eyes are going to be glued there um we don't we don't care about that game in Texas we, care, the listener, I care, the listeners, Free Oakley Sportsbook care about our favorite team, our favorite program here in Texas, University of Texas San Antonio wow. Roadrunners. And we we are going to revisit the Roadrunners uh, against Western Kentucky, but look at the game total over 70 points over UTSA Western Kentucky. Two very high-flying offenses when it comes to points scored. Look at UTSA; they're averaging uh, a shade under 35, 34 and a half points a game. Western Kentucky, though, averaging 39 points per game, number one in the country in pass yards per game, averaging 442. And quick little story about the Western Kentucky offense. And Driscoll knows that I've had my eye on Western Kentucky totals since week two when I shared with them some information after they backdoored Army on him when he had Army and scored about 24 points in the fourth quarter. Offensive coordinator for Western Kentucky is one Zach Kitley, former quarterback coach at Texas Tech during the Mahomes years and had a strong, strong influence in that offense. He leaves Texas Tech to become the offensive coordinator and subsequent head coach at Houston Baptist, Victoria, Texas. You look at Houston Baptist offense last year in a COVID abbreviated four game sample set, and they were setting records in terms of pass yardage across the board in all four games, led by quarterback Bailey Zappi. You look at last year. <laughs> Hang with me. Here. Hang with me. Really quick. Houston Baptist went to Texas Tech. Bailey Zappi threw for 570 yards and four touchdowns, and they lost that game 35 to 33 as a 40-point underdog. Long story short, Zach Kitley, Bailey Zappi, and the three top receivers from Houston Baptist are now all part. Of the Western Kentucky family, Western Kentucky organization, and leading this offense, and they have a prolific passing attack. But really quickly, this game boils down to a story of strengths versus weaknesses. UTSA on the run, uh, they are averaging 161 yards a game. Our boy from week one, Sincere McCormick, so far this season, 546 yards, six touchdowns, Western Kentucky's defense is atrocious and atrocious against the run. They're 71st in the country, uh, giving up, you know, 120th in the country, giving up 216 yards a game. On the flip side, obviously, their strength is passing the ball. And on defense, UTSA, their main weakness is in the secondary. I see UTSA being able to run at will, Big, chunk yardage plays. Uh, we're looking at, you know, could be four to five rushing touchdowns in this game. And on the flip side, Washington, Kentucky, every time they get the ball, all they're going to do is pass. They do not run the ball at all. They look to score as quickly as they can through the air and just give the ball back uh, or get the let it back on defense so they can get it again and, and try for another shootout. It's going to be a very entertaining game to watch, and so yeah, that's that's what I'm
1: looking at. That is just phenomenal. That was that was that was a long story short, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are the? I had, to set,
2: I had to set the t- I had to set the table for the Western Kentucky
1: offense. What's What's funny is I know exactly who Bailey Zappy is. I had army three weeks ago uh laying six they i think they were up 35 14 going into the fourth quarter and (laughs) ended up winning 38 35 because bailey zappy decided to go fucking bananas and i watched that game and it made me sick so i know exactly who bailey zappy is i i actually like the pick i think there's gonna be a ton of points in that game um he talks about usta like or utsa like some people talk about their families there's just so much passion. Um,
2: I think I, 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 I ordered, I ordered a sweet roadrunner week. I, mean.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's like you, it's like you went, I think you, you like them more than you like the Friars.
0: <laughs> that was just said with such conviction. I, I feel like I'm going to be telling my grandkids about <laughs> Bailey Zappy.
1: I actually might take the, <laughs> I might take the over 70. It's what, what, what time is that game? That's
2: a that's a six p.m. six p.m. Central seven p.m. Eastern game. So uh, nice like nice little night evening game uh, for for a good over Is
0: this a radio? We have to listen to the radio to get this. We're Western Kentucky. Yeah, Driscoll,
2: dust off, dust off <laughs> your your satellite dish. Satellite dish. You know, maybe put on some some extended bunny ears on top of it. You, yeah. might, you might you might be able to get it fuzzy. Have, yeah. Kira, have Kira stand on the
1: roof and hold it. Like well, like I said, I'm going to be visiting family um, in Jersey this weekend, and it feels like a game I might have to follow on my phone because if I've got Western Kentucky football on, on the big screen in my living room, my parents are going to know I'm up to something. So. Your mom will think you
2: have
1: a problem. Correct. Correct. But, uh, no, that's it.
0: My big my big homework assignment from last week was trying to figure out the sound for this podcast, which I think I did for this week. I think next week I'm gonna start focusing on how to get Bailey Zappy on this, make an appearance on Free Oakley.
1: I'm sure he would come
2: on if you would. We, we can make this happen.
0: Yeah, like a, <laughs> unbelievable. Bailey Zappy. Bailey Zappy. Uh, all right, so let's let's recap for this week. So we'll go with Andy this week. Andy's three picks. Iowa giving one and a half over Penn State. Georgia, this is a first half bet. Georgia minus nine in the first half. And the best bet for the week is Michigan State giving five at Rutgers. Those are Andy's picks this week. Aaron is going Georgia for the game, given 15 and a half versus Auburn. Second pick is Kentucky Wildcats minus three and a half against LSU. And the best bet of the week, all of our favorites, University of Texas, San Antonio, Western Kentucky over 70. Those are the, there you got it. Those are the six picks for the week. Uh, All right. We'll see, we'll see how that wraps up. Uh, again, this is on a Wednesday, so hopefully these lines hold and, um, anything else from you guys, anything to look out for this weekend?
2: No, uh, like I said, I think giants on the road might, might be something, uh, jets in London, maybe to continue the trend. Um, also to note, we will have our $30 16 parlay going up against these picks. So, uh, you know, we've, we've missed one game each week. So, I think are going to catch one of these weeks. Looking forward
1: to it. Same. Same. Um, no, I like uh, – I kind of like Notre Dame to bounce back against uh, – uh, who are they playing this week? Um, Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're giving a point to Virginia Tech. I think they bounced back. I know they had uh, – their offense isn't very good. I mean, this isn't, a, this isn't a very, very good Notre Dame team, but I also don't think it's a great Virginia tech team either. So I think they're laying one. Um, I don't see them losing back to back. Cincinnati very good. Um, I don't think Virginia tech's great, but I kind of like that game as well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that, that's about it for me. Sorry to the listeners out there, no NFL this weekend. I thought, uh, I thought Aaron would carry that bucket of water for us, but he decided to, uh, focus his energy on, uh, Obscure overs. So,
0: all right. Well, uh, this that's that's the beauty of the free Oakley sports book. This is going to drift in all kinds of different directions. So, um, <laughs>
1: and, and, it, and it has,
0: yeah, th- uh, three, three weeks at Aaron, and we got two Roadrunners picks already. So, um, who saw, but, that's, who saw that but that's where you get the value. You got to tune in into free Oakley sports book. You guys are 10 and two. Can't wait to catch you guys next week. And, uh, See you guys on WhatsApp. That's it for free Oakley Sportsbook. Catch you guys next week.
2: Daniella you said all those things I wouldn't have dared as I hold on every